Welcome to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Chris Schaefer, and I'm here to talk about Google Ads. Today, we're going to talk about budgets in Google Ads. Probably the number one question that I get all the time, how much should I spend, you know, questions about how budgets work, daily budgets, all kinds of stuff. I have some great things. So if you have any questions about budgets in Google Ads, this is going to be a great episode for you to listen in on. If you are new to the Google Ads network, if you're trying to learn about Google Ads, this is a wonderful podcast to join in on. I am the sole host of this show. Sometimes I have guests that come on, but most of the time it is 100% focused on education. I educate the listeners of this podcast. I have a focus on beginner, mid, and advanced education for you to be able to learn Google Ads in you know, a very easy to consume format. I go through several different segments and we're gonna start with uh, the first segment, which I call metric of the week, where I go through a topic that is very important that you need to know about. But before I do that, I want to remind you, if you are a Google Ads beginner, if you're a Google Ads expert, no matter what, if you are using Google Ads, you need to use optio.com slash PSP. It is an online software. You log in, connect your Google Ads account or accounts, plural, and improve your campaigns. It, it really is a system designed to help you get more out of your day so that you can move on past your management and get onto other important tasks and also to improve your Google Ads overall. It's uh, incredibly important, and that's why I bring it up every week. It is the sole sponsor of the show. I really appreciate them appreciate them being a part of the podcast for so long now, and there's a reason. It's because it's really the only software I trust. It's the only one I talk about. It's the only one that I use on a regular basis for my accounts. It helps me to make Bid adjustments, keyword adjustments, ad copy adjustments, bidding. It helps keep me accountable for my accounts because, hey, we all have a limited amount of time in the day, and this can help you get more done. Please check it out at opteo.com slash PSP. That's opteo.com slash PSP. You can use the chat box at the bottom of the screen to tell them you heard about it here on the podcast, and you get a two-month, eight-week, 60-day free trial. That's twice the time that you get if you just sign up on your own. Wonderful offer that they're giving giving to the listeners of the show. So I want to start off and tell you as before, this show is now on YouTube and you can enjoy listening to the new interface that I have set up. You kind of have some some captions that scroll as I go through. It's really uh, an enjoyable experience, I hope. And a lot of people are using YouTube now to watch the show. So you can click the link in the description and watch there. You can even leave comments, and I do monitor the comments and answer a comment. So it's a quick way to kind of get in touch, me, in touch with me that way as well. So as I discussed, I first want to start with metric of the week. In the theme of the show, we're going to talk about budgets. So because we're talking about budgets, the metric of the week is budget, your daily budget. So 
if you've run any campaigns in Google Ads, you have assigned a budget to your campaign. What is a budget? It's not a bid. Budget is how much you spend per day. Okay, and that's a little bit confusing because it's not necessarily interpreted that way from Google. We're gonna get into it. So a budget's different than a bid because a bid is how much you're willing to pay for a click. A budget is how much you're willing to pay per day for all the clicks that you're getting. So budgets can range from all the way down to one cent all the way up to, I, I, I actually don't know. I don't know how high budgets can possibly go. I assume, you know, 999,000 something. If anybody has a bigger budget than that, please reach out to me. <laughs> so I, I want to talk about budgets because there's some important information that you need to know about how budgets work. Let's get into it. So when you put a budget in, you're putting in a daily amount that you are interested in Google spending on your account. Okay, you're allowing Google to spend up to this amount per day. Okay, so a daily spending limit is in place and Google is going to look at that and say, oh, what a nice daily spending limit you have. You know, I'm gonna take that into account as we're getting clicks and as things are happening here, but it might go two times higher than your budget that you put in. So if you put a $30 budget in, it might spend $60 in one day. I've had some people contact me, clients of mine, people I've done consulting with, and say, Chris, what in the world is going on? We put $200 a day, it suddenly spent $400 a day. You know, and that the higher you go on that daily budget, the more astounding that number can be for high, high spend. And you ask, why is that happening? I thought it was a daily budget. Well, here's the fact. You put a daily budget into Google Ads, but what Google interprets is actually a month a monthly spending limit. Okay? So you say $33 a day, Google says, "Got it. $33 $33 a day. Got it." But that's actually a, about 1000 a month. It's about $1000 a month. So they take that $33 and there might be some days of the week that you're not running ads. There might be some days when there's a holiday. We recently here in the US celebrated July 4th. What happened on this very strange July 4th week that we had, which was on a Tuesday, Monday and Tuesday, absolute trash days as far as like getting leads, getting clicks. It was a really unique situation I hadn't seen very often. And what happened is I had a lot of accounts that just did not spend money Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We just had a long period of time when it, we, could, we weren't getting conversions, we weren't spending, we weren't getting clicks to our typical amount that I usually get. And then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, like the, you know, the time after that, the rest of that week and on in, into the next weekend, suddenly, boom, lots of clicks, lots of uh, traffic coming in, and I'm hitting like, double the amount of spend on a lot of these. You know, in, instead of spending $30 a day, it's spending, it's spending $60 a day, just each day, bam, bam, bam. What's happening is, is a monthly spending limit is coming into place. It's looking at a monthly spend based on your daily spend that you have put in. 
Okay, so you can see ups and downs. Over that 30-day window, it is going to spend however much you put in. So if you lower your budget, it will adjust for that amount. If you raise your budget, it will adjust for that amount. So understand that no longer is Google Ads daily budget actually a daily budget. It's, it's actually a monthly spending budget that's interpreted at a daily level. They don't want you to think about, they don't, I, I imagine behind closed doors in Google ads, they're like, well, we're going to run this on a monthly consideration of spend, but they don't want people to just type in $10,000 per month. You know, that, that might be something that gets someone a little apprehensive about typing that number in, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's why they didn't do it. I'm speculating, but maybe it has to do with historically, we've always had a daily budget and they didn't want to shake the boat too much, but regardless, whatever decision was made for that, it, it is now interpreted. Those daily budgets are interpreted to make it a, a monthly budget. So when you see fluctuations, understand that's why that's happening. Okay. So when you see double spend, that's why that's happening. You might even see over double. I've seen it many times where I might get close to triple spend. That can happen, but Google will account for it. Don't change your budget because your account spent double and then cut it in half. Fast budget changes like that can be a detriment to a campaign. So be very careful about that. Don't don't just change things, you know, because you think you need to adjust because it spent too much today and, and things like that. Set it, leave it there, work on other things. Don't change your budget on a regular basis. It, it can absolutely be a, a detriment. So there's something else you need to understand about budgets. If you want to set a secondary security into place, there's actually something where you can set a monthly spending limit hardwired into your account. So you can actually go into your tools and settings and go in and set a monthly spending limit. This is in your billing section of Google ads under the tools and settings. And you can go in and say, cap my spend per month at $2,000. And you could set your budget at $100 a day and it would spend. And once it hit that $2,000, it turns off. This is something if if you have a, you know, if you have a concern about overspending for some reason, something like that, you can put these monthly caps into place. So this, this, this will stop your ads once you hit spending limit. Something you might want to consider. Okay, and if you're trying to decide what, you know, what kind of spending, you know, can I expect? If I put $60 a day, you know, what does that mean? Here's the technical answer from Google about what that looks like. Okay, it takes your daily budget that you put into that campaign and multiplies it by 30.4. So 30.4 times your daily budget is how much your monthly spending is for that campaign. If you have more than one campaign, it's going to increase and add up for all of those campaigns. So if you have one campaign that's $33, 
That's $1,000 for that one per month. Then you have another one that is $67, $66. That's $2,000 a month. So your total spend for the entire account would be $3,000. So each campaign has its own budget. That budget is calculated on a monthly basis based on that daily budget. And it is multiplied by 30.4 to determine what the total spend projected spend it Google will actually even tell you this account will not spend over this amount so you can have some security there knowing what you've set and what Google interprets it as it'll it'll kind of do the math for you and tell you it won't spend over this amount for the month and the interesting thing is if it does overspend Google will actually eat some of that spend some of you may not be aware of that, but you know, if you don't, if you're not paying the bill on Google Ads, you may not realize this. But if you, if the system does, because because of the speed at which clicks can happen, you might get a whole bunch of clicks all at once, and it might overspend maybe on that last day of the month or something, or you know, some some something happens where it overspends. In that case, Google's going to eat that additional spin that went over. And when I say eat, I mean they're going to cover it. You're not going to pay for it. Pretty cool. All of this tells you that Google takes budgets very seriously. You know, it's not a casual thing. I mean, they, they tell you how much you're going to spend. It's a daily cap. You have control. You have control here, which is, I mean, really important for those that have uh, a lot of spend going in to Google ads. You know, it, it can be very important that you don't overspend. And that's an important part of uh, management of Google Ads. Okay, so that's the beginning of my Google Ads discussion about budgets, all about budgets. That's what we're talking about this week, uh, all about budgets in Google Ads. There is a lot more that we can talk about. I'm gonna move on now to the question section. Usually, I take a question from the audience I am taking a question from the audience, but this is actually a summary of several questions. I, I've taken several questions, very several common frequently asked questions about budget that people have sent in and put a bunch of these in line. And I'm going to go through and answer these questions as best I can. So many of you have written in questions that kind of resemble this. So I'm going to try and hit all these basic some advanced questions about Google Ads budgets, and we're going to run through these. Question episodes are always really popular, so this is pretty much what this is. I'm going through a, a bunch of questions, and uh, let's begin with the first most common question. What should my budget be? How much should I spend on Google Ads? Now, this is... A tough one because, of course, I can't speak to every one of you individually. But I'm going to answer this the best way that I can and the most honest way that I can. Typically, small businesses that are just getting started in Google Ads, in my experience, spend between $500 and $2,000 a month. Okay? So if you get any security or any kind of you know social confirmation from what other people are doing in Google ads, that's a good place to start. You can kind of put yourself on that scale. 
I often find that starting below 4,000 is probably a good, uh, a good amount to start with. Once you start spending over 4,000, you know, it, it can be a little unruly. 500 is plenty for, for, for most companies to be able to start with. But if you want to step your way into Google ads, it's important that you know you don't have to spend a ton of money from the get-go. You do not, if you, especially if you have not proven that Google Ads is going to work. If you've not proven that your manager or your company or your internal marketing team, whoever is setting up Google Ads for you, if you have not proven that they're going to provide a return for you, you might want to start with a lower budget. These are factors. You know, whether you've invested in Google Ads before or you're, you're testing a new marketer, a new agency, a new company, a new freelancer, whatever it is, you might want to start lower. These are factors that introduce risk into Google Ads, and you need to limit your risk by spending a little bit less. Now, this is absolutely something you need to understand. Not all campaigns can utilize $500 in the same way. If you are in the legal profession, $500 is going to be a drop in the bucket for your monthly Google Ads spending. If you're a divorce attorney, your cost per click might be $20, $15. If you are in e-commerce and you're selling workout equipment, your cost per click might be $1.50, $1, I don't know. This 15 times difference between $15 and $1 means you get more traffic or less traffic, whichever level of the spectrum that you're at. So then that, therefore, slows down how fast you learn things and gather data and, and, and get either failure or success. $500 to a divorce attorney is going to mean that you need to, in order to make some good decisions and understand how successful or bad Google Ads is working for you, you need to give it more time. $500 means you need about, you might, you might need six months of spend in Google Ads. Okay, so six months of spend in Google Ads at $500, you know, now you might have some good data, you can understand things. Now, if you were to spend $2,000 a month in Google Ads and you are a divorce attorney, doesn't mean you're going to be more successful faster. It just means you're going to learn more at a faster rate. You're going to get more traffic. You're going to get more data. You're going to figure out what does my conversion rate look like? What does my traffic look like? Where are my competitors at? You're going to get more data. The more data you get, the, the better decisions you can make, the more the more uh, experiments you can test, you can try things. But if you started a very small amount, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be slow. It's going to be slow movement and you might have some issues. You know, if, 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 if you're in a pinch, 
if you're in a situation where you need to make some decisions about things, you know, it's like, you know, I'm, I don't know if I can pay my, my building lease this month. If I don't get some leads and get some stuff coming in, this might not be a time for you to spend $500. You know, I mean, you're in a bad situation, no matter, no matter what, but you not, you might need to spend more so that you can get more movement faster. Now, all of that is true for the e-commerce company that's selling workout equipment. You know, let's say like they're selling like clothes and accessories and things like that. The e-commerce company, $500 is just going to stretch longer, but the same applies to them. They're going to be able to get more data, make more decisions, but it's just going to be on a 15 times faster scale than the lawyer because the e-commerce is going to be paying a dollar per click. So a uh, $500 budget, which is about $15 a day, $16 a day, something like that, they're going to be able to get a whole lot more traffic because they're only paying a dollar per click. Whereas the, the lawyer might get one click. If they're spending $500, they might get one click for that $15 click done. That's it. That's, a, that's their entire day. One click a day versus the e-commerce, which gets 15, 16, 17 clicks a day. So you can see that it's there is no correct answer with the amount of money that you should spend, what your budget should be. The, the answer is, well, how fast do you want to move? What kind of situation are you in? How much risk are you willing to take on? Because don't, don't assume that there isn't risk. There's always risk in Google Ads. Nothing is guaranteed. The only thing that's guaranteed is you're going to spend money and you're going to get traffic. It's not a guarantee that you're going to get good traffic and it's not a guarantee that you're going to get conversions. It's just a guarantee that you're going to get something, going to get impressions, clicks. It's going to happen. That's fairly easy to do. Whether successful or not, that's the risk. That is the risk. Let's get to the next thing. And uh, this is actually what inspired this whole episode, a client of mine reached out and asked about increasing budget. And, uh, I gave them an answer and they thought, wow, that was, you know, that was, that, that's great. Uh, that's, that's exactly what I needed to know. And I thought, well, this would be a good topic because budgets are so important. So the question is, should I increase my budget? Now you're talking now, based on the question, you've already been running Google ads. So should you increase your budget? Not can you, that's a different question. Should you? Okay. So of course, again, I cannot speak or, or, or look into everyone's situation to know if it's true for you, but I can give some good advice about whether I think it's a good idea or not. Now, if you've listened to this show for the past month, couple months, then you know, I've been talking a lot lately about the phases of Google ads management. If you haven't heard that, go back and listen to those episodes. I think last week I talked very in-depth about phase one. So this is going to come back up again. I do not think that anyone that is in phase one of Google Ads should increase their budget. Now, phase one, two, three, four, this is not a universal, this is a Chris Schaefer definition. So I can't assume anyone knows what phase one means. So I will define the phase system again. Phase one means that you are 
not able to control the traffic quality that you're getting. You are not necessarily getting conversions or you're getting very few conversions and your traffic is undefined, uncontrollable. It's, it's really kind of, you're, you're, you're shooting for one thing and you're getting a large array of different types of traffic. Go back and listen to last week's episode if, if you need more definition than that. But if you're in phase one, I do not think it's a good time to raise your budget because first you need to make sure that the budget's being spent efficiently because, because that $500 being spent efficiently might be enough for you to get what you need. But if it's but if $500 being spent inefficiently is not working for you, that doesn't mean that $1000 is going to work for you. What you first need to do is to make sure that you're getting the traffic that you want. That the keywords, the location, where you're targeting, the kind of people that you're showing up to, where you're spending your money, make sure that that is happening. Then you might find that $500 actually that's that's working for me. We're we're pretty much hitting, you know, maybe it's a small business and you're targeting a small area for a very specific thing. $500 might cover everything that you need to advertise. And that that's great. Now you don't have to spend any more money. But you will not know that until you get your account straight until you get your traffic properly aligned with the kind of traffic that you want until you have control. Once you've assumed control, you now know how much of the market you're serving with that budget that you have. Let me say it this way. More spend does not guarantee more success. Spending more does not mean you're going to get more conversions. You're going to get more blank. You're going to get more something. You're going to get more whatever you're already paying for. It'll just happen faster. But it doesn't mean you're going to get more success. So, all of that begs the question, when is the right time to increase your budget? So here's the answer. If you're getting the right kind of traffic... Consider that conversion rates are typically around 1% to 3%. So if you increase your clicks, it does increase the likelihood of getting a conversion. So let's say that someone, the divorce attorney, divorce lawyer, is getting $15 clicks and they're not getting any conversions and they're getting the right kind of traffic. If they double their budget, they're going to now get two clicks a day, maybe three clicks a day. So in that case, knowing that they might get a 1%, 3%, 5% conversion rate, whatever, they're now going to increase the likelihood that they do get a conversion. Now, Listen to what I said there very carefully. First, I define that they are getting the right kind of traffic. Again, 
fa- they're moving into phase two. They are getting the right they're 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 getting the right kind of traffic. They're getting solid on target qualified traffic first. Now they're moving into phase two of trying to get more conversions, trying to get a conversion, trying to get a sale out of this. Phase one is getting the right kind of traffic. Phase two is optimizing that traffic to try and generate more conversions or some conversions, some kind of profit or value from those clicks. So if you are moving into phase two, that's when I think you can first begin to consider increasing your budget. Now, as I talked about last week, I think, and this is a pretty bold statement, but I think a lot of you listening are in phase one and don't know it. I just did a consulting session, a training session with a gentleman, and I think I made a pretty good case that he was still in phase one, which is not good news for anyone. They don't, you know, you, you hope that you're in phase two, phase three, especially if you're paying someone to manage your Google ads. But I think a lot of people out there are still in phase one. They don't have control of their Google ads campaign. So when you spend more, you just get more of something. You get more, as I said before, you get more blank. You get more clicks, but I don't know what those are. They aren't necessarily what I wanted. I'm getting more of it though. Okay, so if you're in phase one, but you really need to understand what that looks like. Go back and listen to episode uh, right before this. If you're still in phase one, it's not a good time. The right time is once you have control and you want to increase the likelihood of getting a conversion and you know that when you put your money in, you're going to be able to get more out of what you want, more of it. Go for it. So moving forward, Another common question that I hear is about competitors. How much are my competitors spending? Now, I'll try and be calm about this because it's a family show and I'll try not to be insulted by that question, but honestly, I am. I d- Okay, I don't care, and you shouldn't care how much your competitors are spending. First point, and then I'm going to answer a question, but first point. Do you assume that your competitors are doing everything better than you? Do you assume that they have everything right? You know, or do you do you copy everything that they do? The answer to, to one of those questions is definitely no. So for that reason, I don't think that you should overly concern yourself with what they're doing, how much they're spending, because their business is not your business. What they do is not exactly a carbon copy of what you do. So you should make decisions for you. Just because your competitors are spending more doesn't mean you need to spend more. You need to make sure that the money you can spend is spent efficiently and spent wisely. Okay, so I... I take a big problem with, I don't care how much they're spending. We need to do it the way we need to do it. We need to write the decision, make the right decisions for what we're doing. But I digress. How much are my competitors spending? Well, okay. So this is a budget thing because this is going to lay into the question of how much, you know, many of you 
didn't really like the answer, what I said before about how much should you spend. I talked about ranges, and you're like, well, no, I really need to know how much everybody else is spending. Then I'll make my decision. So there is there are some tools out there where you can look up stuff, get some answers about how much your competitors are spending. But the fact is, I don't really trust those software. I don't like them. I'm not going to name names. But you're not going to hear any paid search podcast sponsorships from those online softwares that kind of do like that kind of thing. I, 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 I don't like it. I don't think it's reliable. I think it's for all the wrong reasons that you would go looking that stuff up. I think, I think it's the wrong reason to go find their keywords and use their keywords. It's a different comment. That's a different thing. But anyway... If you, the only way I can possibly answer this and give you an answer is if you're running a Google ads campaign, you can go to auction insights and get some information about what your competitors search impression share is, what your competitors impression or overlap percentage is, what your competitors position above rate is above you. These numbers will give you an idea of two things, how much they're spending slash how much market share they're consuming of your keywords. And then number two, how much they're beating you on those keywords, how much they're conquering your positions in, in your control of those keywords. So if you do want to know, and if that makes a difference for you and you know, you're kind of looking for a reason to spend more, you know, maybe it's because, you know, we need to get more aggressive. This is, this is the reason, you know, we're not out there enough. We, you know, we don't have enough market, you know, saturation to be able to make an impact to get, you know, get out there. Cause maybe, maybe you have a long sales cycle and you know, you need to show up multiple times. A person doesn't just click on an ad and convert for you. You know, they need to see your ad a couple times as they make the decision over weeks and months. Sure, I can see that. I can see that. But I still fall back and say, you know, make sure you're making decisions for the right reasons and not because your competitor's doing it. I could talk more about that, but I won't. I have more questions to answer. And before I do, I want to remind you, please pop open your browser. Go to opteo.com slash PSP. Try out the Optio software. It does so much more than you think it can possibly do. I recently did an, recently did an episode where I talked about their new AI a system where you can interface with the AI and get reporting, help you to get you know instant data on your Google Ads account in a way that is not possible with other systems. I mean, this is such a new thing. It's really incredible. Really, go check them out. There's a lot of, and they're growing and changing faster than really I've seen anyone else in this space do. It's it's an amazing software. Optio.com slash PSP to take advantage of the special offer. Let's move now to the next question. For e-commerce, where should I put my spend? This is another question I get, you know, people that run e-commerce, which if you're not familiar with that term, that means, you know, someone who's running a shopping environment, you know, a click and purchase kind of thing. These are products that are being sold online. That's what e-commerce stands for. 
So if you're running an e-commerce campaign, a lot of people want to know, you know, what should I do? There's a lot of options out there. Performance Max, there's uh, search campaigns, there's shopping campaigns, there's display campaigns, YouTube campaigns. I don't know why I said you, YouTube. It's, it's YouTube. E-commerce. So where should you put your spin? The short and sweet answer is this. If you have the ability to run a shopping campaign, then you should put probably the majority of your money into shopping. I'll give some reasons why, but first let me dampen the hopes of those of you that think this is an amazing opportunity for you. Shopping campaigns are only for those that have actual products with product feeds from the Google Merchant Center. If you are selling a service a virtual product, or you know, if you're a plumber, you can't run a shopping ad. Okay, so I'm gonna immediately put you down on that potential you think you came up with an amazing idea. You can't run shopping unless you actually have a product. Okay, so that, that immediately eliminates a lot of you guys. For those that are still left, that are you know, not utilizing e-commerce, and you do have a online shopping environment, Shopify, big commerce. I mean, there's a lot of different platforms out there that you can use. If you're running e-commerce, search is going to be a much more expensive environment for you. Google search, like google.com text ads is what I mean. Those are going to be much more expensive. A shopping campaign run on Google is typically going to be much more affordable, much more valuable for e-commerce. The reason for that is because return on ad spend is typically higher. You can get lower cost per click and people see those ads. They actually see those products in Google ads shopping. If you've ever done a search for just like running shoes, you know, cool workout clothes, stuff like that, you're going to see a graphical representation of, you know, kind of a, a scrollable carousel of products and these products have prices they have pictures they're, they're very inviting and because of this people can scan through these and click on something that is immediately appealing because it has the price right there it's much more engaging than a text ad so for other various reasons these are cheaper okay so these are cheaper so now you can get 15 clicks and maintain the same conversion rate or maybe a higher conversion rate and get a better return on ad spend than just a text ad. Okay, so that's for e-commerce. Let's now jump over to more generally, what's the best use of your budget? How should you distribute your budget within Google Ads? Okay, my suggestion just overall, I think that a 10% budget into remarketing is a good investment pretty much for everyone. I highly recommend it. 20% into high funnel testing, what I call phishing keywords. These can provide a better opportunity to find new things that you hadn't thought of before. And then the rest of the 70% of the budget, I think should be pointed towards new sales, new, new acquisition, not returning traffic, but actual sales. So you can interpret that remarketing however you like. If that means a branding campaign, we're going to get into that in a second, my thoughts on branding, but 
Remarketing just means reaching out to people who have already heard about you. They're searching your company name on Google or they're on other sites and you show them a an image ad. That's a remarketing ad. If you've been to a website and you keep seeing that same website's company name pop up as you're checking the weather, that's you've been remarketed to. That's a remarketing ad. Okay. I think a small investment into that is worth it. I think a small investment into high funnel, you know, other ideas, you know, other avenues, I think is important in order to keep a campaign healthy and then put 70% into new acquisition. Okay. So that's a good split. And I thank you guys for listening to the show before I end and make a bunch of people mad. I want to just say thanks so much. If this is your last episode you're going to listen to, thanks so much for being here because what I'm about to say is controversial. What I'm about to say might make some people angry. And if you want to leave a hateful comment, click on the YouTube, leave me a comment. Tell me why I'm wrong. I love that I have the YouTube links in the in the in the show notes that you can click on because if you want to leave me a comment and, you know, you don't want to send me an email or anything, that's a great way to do it. Do it there. Leave me a comment. And I may address them on the show, you know, if they're if you make a good enough, good enough argument, I will address it on the show and, 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 and we'll chat about it. But here, here's my controversial comment, okay? The question is, Chris, how much should I spend on brand campaigns? Let me restate that. Chris, Chris how much should I spend on people that are searching my company name on google.com? How much should I pay to have them come to my site? Let me say it another way. How much should I pay for people that already know about me to find me? <laughs> okay. How much should I pay to put my website up right above my organic listed website? So people searched my company name on Google. I'm already there organically, naturally, no, no money paid. They can click on that. How much should I pay to have a second listing on top of that? I think you can tell by the tone of my, my, my very mocking tone <laughs> that I have here. You shouldn't. You should spend zero dollars. Zero. I have reasons for that. I have my reasons. But that is... That's my... That's my thought. That that's I think that is ideally you should spend a thousand. A thousand. A zero. <laughs> Somebody got into my head. Dang it. No. A, a zero dollars. <laughs> Only way you should spend money on Google for brand, for brand ads, is if you're forced to spend on brand because other people are bidding against your company name. I have plenty of clients that are in a life and death struggle against other competitors that are bidding against their names. Some are absolutely just evil the way that they do it. They try and misrepresent and they, they put other competitors will put 90% of their budget into just that company name and try and steal traffic from that. I think it's a horrible idea and it's really detrimental when their bigger companies do it to smaller companies. I've seen it many times. It's awful. I don't think you should do that unless you're forced to do it. And if you do it, you should only do it enough so that you can control your brand name. 
You know, it's, it's, I think it's a horrible waste of money. I hate for anyone to have to do it, but the only money you should spend on brand should be for the control of your own company name. Anything in excess of that, where you don't have competitors bidding against your brand name, I think is a waste. You, if you're not watching on YouTube, you don't see me waving my fist around and getting all aggressive about it. But I'm a, I really believe that. I hate to see it. I, I don't know of a lot of instances where it's really worth it. There are some, but uh, it's the end of the show here. I've waved my fist around so much I'm tired, you know? We can talk about it later. I'm here for the long run. There have been those that have dropped out, but I'm here for you guys. If you want to reach out to me, you can go to chrisschafer.com. I'm available for Google Ads Management for the clients that I'm accepting. That, that, that depends if I'm accepting clients. I don't always accept them, but happy to chat, see if we're a good fit. If you want to reach out and do consulting training with me, I do that as well over Zoom. I do that every single day. You can book one of those sessions on my website. Thank you guys so much for being a part of this great discussion. I look forward to your arguments on YouTube.